0: Anna, Laura, you know what's the most Sidney Crosby thing I've ever heard in my whole life? Tell me. Game six in Nashville will be the 87th game of the playoffs. Of course it will. Of course it will. Of course it will. You know, this is just another example of how Gary Bettman and the NHL is completely up Sidney Crosby's ass. <laughs> the way that they were be able to shape shape time and, uh, and whatever to be able to somehow give Sid an advantage is just another glaring example of bias. And I don't understand how that's not completely obvious to absolutely everybody.
1: Thoughts? (laughs) Sorry. Um, my thought is, um, Sydney Crosby I think is just not going to speak to anyone before tomorrow's game because I think this is just going to add to his superstitions
0: that every uh, every playoff final has to be yeah. has to be played on the 87th game of the playoffs.
1: Oh my god. That's right. He's going he's gonna to be a wreck.
0: He is. Well they all are going to be anyway. I can't I can't wait to not watch this game in and, like sit in darkness, waiting for somebody to text me and tell me that we won while checking the score, which is Girl, what I I'm going get.
1: to the watch party at the arena. I am stoked, nervous, and also very excited.
0: <laughs> okay, so if you haven't noticed already, Amanda, our normal uh co-host, well, in more ways than one <laughs> is, <laughs> is, <being> together <laughs> yeah, is uh not here today. she is at the beach, I believe,
1: yes. I think she has a lacrosse tournament at the beach this weekend. Oh, does
0: she? I thought she
1: just
0: I thought she just dumped us and went to the beach.
1: No, I think she um is also there to play sports, of course. Oh, of course. Okay. That's classic Amanda. Honestly. I think that's what she told me. Maybe I'm just making that up. Who knows? Well then just- lucky
0: us that we have you in as a co host so okay. that I'm not talking to myself. Stop. Yay. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, wait, wait. what else did we want to shout out before we started with all the stuff? Oh,
1: um, it, happy Pride Month. Um, yes. It's Pride 2017. This weekend is Pride in Pittsburgh and a lot of other places. Um, I'm not going to be downtown for the Pride Parade tomorrow because I have to sit and wait for a tech to come and work on my internet. Um, but uh, it's going to be exciting and it's always fun. So
0: It is. As much as I love my brothers and sisters, I cannot um, go to a parade. It will not. Yeah, end well. I
1: can go to a parade, but I I have to brave downtown tomorrow evening anyway to get to the game, and I don't think that I will be able to get to the parade downtown. Mm-hmm. Deal with that. Get out of downtown to get my friend who's coming up for the game, and then get back into downtown. I just don't think it's going to happen. Not in Pittsburgh. So.
0: No, I can't. I just can't do a parade. I mean, you had me at blowing bubbles in your underpants and then you lost me at, um, but then there's a parade. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. I can't, I can't do with like a
1: parade. And I would love to go to pride, but I just, um, I, I, hate,
0: I... A parade. I hate every parade that ever, ever paraded ever. What about like the it.
1: Stanley cup parade?
0: No, I hate it. I still hate it. Girl, I can't it was stand so it. Much fun. To me, it's like everything else. Where like this is supposed to be fun, but it's not fun. There's no fun here. It's just a long line. <laughs> I hate lines. I hate lines so much. Oh
1: my god! I mean, really, that's what it is, right? It's just I a mean, line. I, know, but I- You're not really waiting for anything. Do you watching it happen? You might as
0: well be at Disneyland trying to get onto a roller coaster. That's how slow you're all moving in one direction. I just can't do it. I can't. I can't. I
1: can't. I will not.
0: No. But you know what? So you excited for
1: game six? I'm excited. I'm very anxious. Um, Just because I just don't, I don't know. We had like such a good game. Yeah. In game five. And I just... I want to sustain that so badly. Mm-hmm. But I have been burned before. <laughs> yeah. so I'm not going to get my hopes way too high.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Because I'm not dumb. So...
0: Yeah, no, I'm like insanely nervous. But it's like... Because it's... um. Please don't do a game seven tests, Pittsburgh. Don't do... Don't... Why would you? But they've done it already twice to us uh, so know. far.
1: But it's, it's a whole different beast in the final. So... I don't want to be put through it.
0: No, me neither. I I don't. It's I do not want.
1: Been, this like, series has been so exhausting. I can't. It,
0: this playoffs. I don't want
1: it to go on any longer than it has to. Yeah,
0: this so. whole playoffs has been um, has been exhausting. But I I'm not worried, and I'm not worried because Malkin <laughs> hasn't told me to be.
1: Yeah, Gino says relax. So,
0: and you know, I mean, like at this point, who are he's like Sully? Who are we to question you? At this point, yeah, you are clearly he, right all the time.
1: been wrong before about something like that. So I trust Gino's gut. And if he tells me that he feels confident, then I will do my best to ignore my nerves and feel confident as well.
0: Let me just put it this way. before all those naysayers out there who are for somehow still um, thinking that this is not proof that Malkin is psychic, which he clearly is. Dude okay, predicted sure. Kunitz would score.
1: He's like he's like Babe Ruth calling his shot. He's just pointing to the outfield and going, That's where it's gonna go. Right. It's amazing.
0: Except that like, I mean What are the, I mean, I think, what did Kunitz, I mean, Kunitz, when was the last time Kunitz had scored anything? Do you know what I mean? I mean, mean, like, that is literally, you couldn't have asked for a wilder shot than that one. Like, okay, oh, Kessel's going to score? I'll give you Kessel's going to score. But who predicts Kunitz is going to score? Kunitz (laughs) didn't even predict Kunitz was going to score. Kunitz's mom is sitting at home going, yeah, probably not. Do you know? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, and then he scored twice. And then one of them in overtime. I mean, I
1: love Chris Kunitz. I was just so happy for him.
0: I love Chris Kunitz too, but I didn't think he was going to score.
1: No, I didn't either. Why would I?
0: If I had a hundred dollars and I had to pick somebody to score, that is not who I would. um, That was not who I would pick. So, um, so I'm sorry. But from that moment on, Gino had me. He's psychic. I want him to pick my lottery tickets.
1: Yes.
0: I have to find a way to get at him and then uh, get him to predict like my future. He needs a call in show. Like, um, yes. what was that psychic person?
1: Um, Miss Cleo. Miss
0: Cleo. Yes. We'll call him, um, Sergino. he just
1: do Karnak and hold the envelope to his head and tell me. Yes. Fight it for my future. <laughs> that would be, that would be the best
0: reality show. There have to be animals somehow, but that would be the best reality uh, TV show. Uh,
1: I think it has something to do with him being Russian. The Russians have a mystical thing.
0: They do. It, he could totally like, pull it off.
1: So Rasputin, you know, I mean, instead of,
0: um, like flowy robes, he would be wearing acid washed denim, but you know, it's okay. I can get past that.
1: Acid washed, distressed denim. Yeah. And that's just his hashtag look.
0: But as like a Canadian tuxedo from head to toe would be the acid washed uh, denim.
1: Gino serving looks. Yes.
0: He's stylish. That is true.
1: I've been just waiting. I've been like watching Twitter today and I will be tomorrow as well. Cause Oh yeah, we're recording this a day early yeah. um, to see what he says about game seven. I, know. Or, I mean six.
0: I'm on pins but and needles.
1: Am I getting a phone call? Get out of here.
0: Yeah. So, um, so as Anna said, we are, it's Saturday. We're taping on a Saturday. We're going to release it on a Sunday, <laughs> which we normally don't do, but um, we wanted this thing called the life on a Sunday. Because it's the uh,
1: off this week, so
0: yeah. And we didn't want to switch it to a different day because Sunday's a good day to release, I think. Like the yeah, and then the we'll do it in the mornings we've got all day uh, to listen and de stress before the game. It'll be awesome.
1: Everything will be fine.
0: <laughs> yes, because well he hasn't it said insane. it yet, no. but I feel like he would say that. Gino would say that, so everything's fine.
1: Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Well he did say yesterday. We're going to go to Nashville and win, so. Yes. Well, and you know what? uh, Nashville to win, I think, is what he actually said. Oh, did he? Yeah, I think so.
0: Okay, good. Well, then that's a way of saying that we're winning, so I like that. Um, You know how how I'm feeling on this Saturday morning? How? Vindicated, slightly. Slightly vindicated, I think. Because yesterday was the release of the All Access um, uh, episode. Mm-hmm. and in it we learned some things yes we got to the bottom of Listerine gate which I saw somebody on the uh on the internet call it Colgate and I thought that was the best thing ever <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh, so good why didn't I think of that right I'm like I don't know who you are but you deserve a million followers and a platform because if you can come up with Colgate I'm sorry
1: that's one of those things that I hear and I'm like I just get so angry that that was not that was something that came out of my brain.
0: Right, exactly. And, yeah. then, and then you'd think you'd see it everywhere because it's so perfect.
1: It's like, okay, so the other day, this is a little off topic, but this it's funny. So the other day, uh, James Comey had his hearing. Yes. Uh, and somebody tweeted. They were like, he really missed the opportunity to say, Comey, don't play that. And I like, <laughs> Oh, my God. I would pay
0: money to hear him say
1: that. He got me real good because I because I immediately, like, heard it in his voice. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. oh my God. There's, that stuff all uh, – uh, we'll get back into politics when it comes – when playoffs <laughs> that's, are that's over. That's a
1: different beast, but I just <laughs> needed to mention that line. Yeah, okay.
0: that, is a, that is definitely a good one. So we need to discuss the whole Listerine gate business. So, um, okay. so So let me just read – First of all, let's start with um okay, so many things have bothered me about this playoff series in not the playoffs themselves but the online interaction and all those things that have kind of gone on around it because it's uh it's disturbing. But the but amongst the most disturbing ones were the fans and I put that in quotes because I can't I don't honestly think that you're a fan of anything if you can if you have the audacity to kind of say something like this. The ones who wrote their own specific kind of fan fiction online over what happened with that exchange, who had convinced themselves that what Sidney Crosby had said to PK was so racist because it had to be racist, um, was so racist that um, that PK had to create the Listerine thing to distract from what it was because it was so offensive that it couldn't be said online.
1: Meanwhile, no one at this point had heard what they said besides them and other people around them on the ice. Yeah. So, so,
0: so here's the offensive comments that PK Subban had to defend, um, uh, us from Subban. Hey, fuck you. Crosby, get the fuck out of here. Subban. Hey, fuck you. Crosby. Hey, get the fuck out of here. You fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm sorry. Just to me, I, I saw that and I was like, okay, well, that's like the most PK and SId exchange have ever actually heard.
0: Yeah, especially since he went from Gunsel to Crosby, who he's not even defending against in this uh, series. And then that was the uh, exchange it is that he had. Clearly, um, that was warranted. So to those fans that um, to those fans who were calling Sidney Crosby, I quote um, a wise man who once said, "Hey, you' Get the fuck out of here, you fucking idiots. <laughs> because seriously.
1: I'm going to start using that. I'm going to be like, to quote Sidney Crosby. That's right. Hey.
0: fuck! Get the get fuck the out fucking- of here, you fucking <laughs> idiot! <laughs> I know. I don't know. It's so controversial. Oh, oh god! So
1: different from anything that hockey players ever say on the ice, obviously.
0: I can't imagine. But basically, so PK's trying to start an altercation, and Sidney Crosby's literally trying to get him out of there. And then, of course, um, of course, PK. And it, let's. L- the thing is, I like PK Subban. Me I too. absolutely like so, Yeah, but. That doesn't mean that he's not um, that he doesn't crave attention like flowers seek the sunlight. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like it's absurd. All it's absurd. men crave attention.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the <just a> fact. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't. I, I I don't even. I don't even know. Oh, I, I think I said. Um, I think I said online. I'm like, uh, if it was me, I would have chirped him, and I would have, and I would have made a donation to the emotionally needy. In PK's yeah. name, if I was Sid, that's oh, what I would have that done. Hell. That's right. That's right. Um, or start a charity for those who uh, who who have a vitamin deficiency because of lack of uh, a spotlight attention. <laughs> so it's like PK and a bunch of child stars.
1: <laughs> yeah, you said that to me and Amanda, and Amanda was just like, "I don't care." <laughs> we were talking about it, and she was like, "I don't care about it." No, I'm like, but which is always her reaction. She's always like, "I don't care."
0: Yes. I care too much, and she doesn't care at all.
1: I just get frustrated. I just get really angry. Which, which is the is the
0: intention? The intention is to get attention and to frustrate your opponent. But here's my actual problem with it: When well, do you I'm know angry at PK? I, well, no, I am a little bit angry at PK. I, I,
1: I could care less about what he said. What I'm angry about is the crap that people started making up after. Oh, yeah. But I,
0: I just think that um, after the after the slack and the pushback, when you know that half of the media outlets online um, are taking your words literally instead of as the joke you apparently intended it uh, to be, then you actually come out and clarify your statements. You don't then push it one step forward um, right. because then it looks like you're literally trying to get a Listerine endorsement. And hey, guess what? you now literally have a Listerine endorsement. God. Oh, uh, God. And, and I, think I, I think I said this before, too, is that this is all well and good when it is that you're winning. But the second that you lose, that's when people start saying, well, do you think that Sidney Crosby was all riled up and had the games that he had because of uh, the stuff they are? Do you think you're giving your the team extra motivation? Ultimately, right. what it comes down to – is should the Nashville Predators have to de- deal with or or kind of ask answer questions about um, these things that are happening? Is it a distraction to their team um, just being asked the questions that you're having? Not only that, if you lose, right, or- then does your fan base not have to watch a million Listerine commercials? <laughs> and honestly, how are you going to feel about watching those Listerine commercials if, if he loses? And I'm not saying... I don't know what's going to happen
1: about filming those Listerine commercials if he loses.
0: He's going to feel great.
1: I don't know about that. I think he's going to feel. May I just have this picture in my head of him like holding a Listerine bottle in front of a camera and saying these lines and just being like, I "Should not have done this." No,
0: (laughs) no, uh, I don't think so. I think he got. I think he got. uh, Look, I like him. I like him as a person. I think he's entertaining. I think he has a good heart. I don't think you can make multi-million dollar pledge to an organization without uh, having done that. But I also think that his main priority is himself, which it should be. He is his main asset, and his... Honestly, I think more players... Uh, should think like this. You are yeah, your... He
1: got to the side for so long in Montreal, he kind of has a right to think about himself. Well, but... I just think
0: you you never know how long your career is going to be. You should be out there to make as much money as you have. So all those people who are saying people should take a discount for their team, I don't believe that at all. You have a window to make as much money as you can. You go out there and you make that money, right? Dude. However, so I don't think PK is yeah. going to feel bad about it at all. His teammates, however, um, I don't think they're going to like it all that that much. But I mean, like, I'm just trying to think if it happened to the pens, right? Yeah. And if, and how would I feel as a fan in response? And I, and can I, I wouldn't like it. I don't know who it would be, but I wouldn't like it if that, I wouldn't yeah, like it if it was it. At the
1: same time, like stuff like this is always, always a bigger deal to the fans and the media than it is to the team. And the team having to deal with the media all the time, I'm sure has strategies and, you know, coping mechanisms for not allowing that to distract them.
0: There are long rumored, um, issues with, uh, like between that, that people say that he had problems with players on his team. PK had problems with players on his team in Montreal, which he himself fueled the fire by saying, um, that this is the first time that one of his, that his players had come to a charity with him. Right. Um, and you know what I say to that PK, how many times have you gone to a charity with one of your, uh, uh, teammates, teammates, because you're not the only hockey player out there and they all do charity work and you're all supposed to support each other. And I think that the problem is if there's a, a, if, if it's about one player all the time and that player is not even the star player on your team based on skill, then Mm. how do you not have a conflict on your team when it's, when it's there? Uh, do I think that the NHL needs more personality? Yeah, they absolutely need more personality. But there is a fine line between having a big personality and making every instance about you. And I don't think he's found the right balance between those two um, things. But he, but I think he will eventually.
1: I do too. And I mean, I think you also have to take into account that the league has been very racist towards him in the past. Yes. So, I mean, I Yes, I can see why some fans might have believed that that's what happened. But to just make it up and say this is definitely what happened was crap. So I don't know. It just
0: I I get that with so the I get that with the Montreal Canadians. <laughs> I do think that him being that probably race was involved when uh, the Montreal Canadians were uh, yes. were trading him, and that and then I think that the the line is definitely um, a lot looser for uh, white players than it is yeah, for well, black players when it comes example, to that kind of behavior.
1: For example, let's talk about Milbury bashing him for dancing yeah. and ups. Like he, he would never do that to a white player. And no, you know, that.
0: but he did call Sid and uh, Gino drug addicts.
1: Well, he's also an idiot. So. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, like he's an idiot. <laughs> do I think that they act more like idiots? Like and Don Cherry has said, I mean, like honestly, the, The nerve of Don Cherry to call somebody like a showboat and a clown when he's literally been um, dressing up as a Liberace backup dancer for like 50 years.
1: Sitting in a multicolored suit on television. Yeah,
0: that is like the height of hypocrisy there. Yeah. But um, but I think that there is a difference between that. Then then um, then basically making up a scenario and accusing somebody of racism when you don't even know what was said just yeah. because it involves PK and he was offended. He doesn't need you to defend him for things that you don't even know what happens because well, he just he made you even look offended. like a fool. There
1: was nothing there for him to be offended about. It's no. nothing that other players don't say to him all the time. He, he said it first. Like, I don't understand. I know, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, he clearly was not actually offended. No. So, I just don't.
0: Yeah. So I mean, like, I just think that I just think that people need to calm down, uh, in general. And you know, like, I don't know. We were talking about this before, and that um, social media has become. And I think that there are certain platforms from it that are worse than others. But I don't ever remember, ever remember um, anything like this online before. Like the amount of. I mean. Yeah.
1: I, I said to you earlier, like, I have been watching sports my whole life. I grew up in West Virginia. We were a football town. You know, I have been watching the Penguins for a long time. Um, I've, I'm a huge sports fan. I have never in my life, in the 25 years that I have existed, I have never experienced fans, quote unquote, acting like this before. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Like, okay, when I was in high school, we had a rival high school that was just up the river. It was like the next town over. My dad grew up there. Like, we were big rivals in everything. But I never hated the people of that town. And I never, like, wished anything bad on them because they were literally my family. I have family there. And I would never wish death on them right. because I like their team. And that's what people are doing. Like, it's insane. It is. I don't even, I
0: don't
1: even,
0: I don't even know what to say other than it makes me so sad. Do you know what I mean? It just makes me sad and it makes me depressed in the same way when you watch the election stuff that happened or whatever, whenever you see a tremendous amount of completely illogical and irrational hate being spewed at someone, um, Look, even when there is a reason, a lot of times it's not, uh, it's not acceptable, but when it, it, there's no reason at all, or the, 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 the the lengths that people will go to, to justify how, I mean, look, I'm sorry, but if you online write that you hope that a fan, that you hope a team dies, there's no way around this. You are not a good person. You cannot be a good person and write something like that and then hit send and then put it out there to an audience. Good people don't behave that way. And if you're somehow telling yourself that, um, that it's they, that there is any excuse at all, then there isn't. And you need a, you need just a reality check. And for me, I, I truly think that at least for, for me, this is my last season on Tumblr because I can't anymore. I really do think that that's a platform that is filled with bullies who are only there to bully. It's not a place of fun. um, People getting together to love something. It's now a place where the way that you show that you love something is by beating down everyone around you.
1: Yeah. It's really frustrating. It's really disheartening and it's bad. It's bad for the game. Yes. New fans are not going to want to come into that. You're just driving people away.
0: Well, and if, if you are getting them, what kind are you getting? What kind right. are you getting? It's not
1: the kind of people you want. And I said before, like, I don't see this as much in other sports. I mean, I see it sometimes. Uh, there are obviously always going to be those fans that just go way over the top. But the level of intensity that it's at right now for hockey, to me, in my mind and in my experience, unparalleled. I yeah. it, it's crazy.
0: I I have never seen, I have never seen anything, um, like it and I can't, that's the thing is that, um, there's a part of me that, um, that always feels like, like when you're talking about religion, when you're talking about politics, when you're talking, I never thought I'd have to think about the same way when you're talking about hockey. Um, right. that's what makes it so absurd that, um, that there's a certain point that you can't talk to, you can't talk to conservatives uh, or certain types of religious people about things because it's not a logical response that they're having to it. It's completely emotional. And so you can't have a logical, you can't use logic and, and then have a reasonable conversation and think that some you can get somebody to see your viewpoint because nothing that you say will get them to see your viewpoint. It's emotional. They're filled with feeling and they just want to spew it out and there's nothing that you can do to change their mind. And so at a certain point for me, it's like, okay, well then I need to disengage because this is not healthy. I recognize that this isn't a, this is yeah. not normal, uh, healthy environment to be in. And I need it's to, it's not
1: worth putting yourself through that frustration. No,
0: no, it's no. not. You know, um, and I don't know that you know this, but, um, do you remember, um, do you remember the poster all in for Austin? Yes. Um, I just found out that she committed suicide or that she's she's
1: passed. Stop yes. it. Yeah. Oh my god! I didn't know that.
0: I didn't know it either, and I only know because somebody told me because they had her obituary pop up on Facebook, and they were Facebook friends with her. And I am uh, devastated. Just like I don't even I don't even know what to say about it, and I just think. And I'm in no way blaming uh, anything that happened online for any of this. She suffered from uh, mental illness. But I just think that for people that do and that are sensitive that way, I always felt like when she was online, like, you should not be here. This is not a safe place for you. It's um, it's unhealthy. Yes. It's feeding a part of you that that needs to be soothed instead of riled up. and uh, And, like, for someone who has a mental illness, that's such a dangerous place to be. And now I'm feeling, I feel like, I don't have those types of issues, but I feel like it's taking me to a place where I don't like who I am on it. I don't like hearing from it. It's filling too much of me with negative, a type of negativity that I don't like.
1: Yes, you have the, so I understand how that feels and it's particularly annoying when it's about, um, about hockey. You know, that's kind of what we're talking about here. Like at the end of the day, it's just a game. Like, there's no yeah. reason for you to get so riled up about these things when ultimately it does not have an effect on your life. Like, you are ruining your own well being and you're putting stress on yourself and on the people around you for a game. And it's not worth it. It's just not worth it.
0: No. And I see a lot of response from Penn's fans uh, online in general who are feeling the same way. That kind of. Um, it's like the stages of grief, right? Like you don't understand why you're being treated like this, and and I and I hear so much like, but we like the preds, <laughs>
1: like you know what I mean. We like the predators. I don't understand why we're getting all and of this. Sure and other things. teams feel that way too. It's not yeah. just Pens fans, you know. And we were yeah. talking earlier about it's been like this for every series,
0: right?
1: Every team in this playoffs, it's been particularly intense and um, hateful. And yeah, it's not just Penn's fans, but at this point it feels like it is because that's what's left. But, um, but yeah, you're right. It's like, we've never really had anything against the Preds. Obviously now we're playing them for the cup. We want to beat them, but there's never been that kind of hostility between Penn's fans and Preds fans until now. And it's so uncalled for. It's so important. It
0: is. It it is. So, just want to speak like directly to Penn's fans. If you are online and you're feeling the same way, disengage. Take care of yourself. It's not worth it. The, The block button is your
1: best friend.
0: Yeah. The the internet or social media in general. You're supposed to be there because you wanted to find a community. If that community is toxic, then get the heck out of there because it's not the place for you to be. Let toxic be with toxic. That's what they want. But if, if Someone that's not what you want to
1: your team and yeah. your game and just block all the rest of it out, because it's about this, you know, sports are about having fun and being entertained. And if something is keeping that from happening for you, eject.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Oh my God! What did I see online? Somebody used the the phrase uh, "migrate." You need to migrate. <laughs> it was
1: yeah. like, oh my God! I love that. I'm so steely. That I'm gonna use that forever. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, you need to migrate to some place where I can't see you right now.
1: Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. That's too much. Yeah. So frustrating. It is. Yeah.
0: It's frustrating. It makes me sad. Like, honestly, it makes me sad in a time where we should. Be happy. Like, it, first of all, it's summer. Our team's in the in the playoffs. Even though they weren't in the playoffs, it'd still be like rooting for somebody who's out there. I don't. I
1: don't know. Right. I don't right. Know. And that's what I said. Like, I haven't enjoyed this cup run as much as I did last year's because of all the negativity that's around it. And I, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I just want this series to end because it's stressing me out so much. And that's a big part of it. Like, I'm not enjoying it as much as I would have liked to. Because of all of the crazy stress that's going on because of it. And it's just, it's insane.
0: Yeah. I I kind of agree. So to go from one depressing topic to another, we've got <laughs> the, what I have dubbed as um, WrestleMania that yeah. happened during the, uh, during the last game with the altercation that PK and Sid had behind um, the Nets. So drama. much drama. But, um, it's funny as we were discussing it beforehand, we both came almost to, um, exactly the same conclusion. And that the, at the root of that altercation is the problem that has flowed throughout this, uh, series. And that is officiating.
1: It's terrible to me, that altercation, which is what we were agreeing on earlier Mm -hmm. is that should have been called long before Sid even had a chance to hit PK in the head right now. I don't, I have a huge problem with hits to the head, no matter who is doing it. But the ref just stood there and watched them hold on to each other's sticks, Watched PK, like basically put Sid's legs in a lock, which is why you called it WrestleMania. And he just, he literally stood there and looked at them.
0: Well, and and then, yeah. And it ended in a headlock too. It started in the, yeah. So I just think that, um, why why would you ever let that and then like and at the end of the game they call a trip. I'm like, for the love of God, what is wrong with you? Uh, people? Can we get like, even a, a, a tiny bit of consistency in like the way? The other night, um
1: game four, I think it was. I felt like Gensel was being harassed all night long. Yeah. He was getting shots, you know, to the back and to the head. He was getting hooked and slashed and They didn't call a single thing. And we were obviously getting, like, crushed in that game. And then in the final minute, they finally call something where someone has committed a penalty on Gensel. And it's like, well, where have you been all night? Like, why are you calling it now? It's pointless now. It doesn't help anyone. So why? Why have you just let it go until now? It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. And like
0: you said, um, if at the beginning of the altercation – that happened with Sid and, and uh, PK, they had called them both at that moment, right?
1: Um, it would have made sense.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't have loved it, but I wouldn't have had a, a problem with it. I have much more a uh, problem with the way that it was because um, because our team had an amazing night and it was all overshadowed by that altercation yes. and a fucking water bottle that uh,
1: fell,
0: on, yeah. <laughs> and fell on the ice.
1: Do you know what my favorite thing about that was? Was that Sid was like, I have a better arm than that. If I were trying to throw it on the ice, it would have gone further. I basically. just love... Like, yeah, I just it, love it's him... It's true. I've seen him throw. I, I just, just
0: love him pulling that. aside every person he could find to apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I slipped out of my hand. I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I swear to God, I didn't do it on purpose. It's like... uh. That is cool. I mean, like, whatever. It is what it is. Even if they had given him a penalty, I don't have a problem with giving him a penalty as long as you're going to give the Preds fans, uh, the Preds team a penalty every time they throw a catfish on the
1: ice. That's so crazy. Like, why is this still allowed to happen?
0: Well, but the thing is, I never had a problem with it. I have a problem when you go to someone else's arena and do that. But if you want to do that in in, uh, Nashville and it's not interfering the flow of the game, although at a certain point it does... Um, Well, that's
1: I'm talking about. Like, I know that they're not throwing it while play is happening, right? But at a certain point, they've now done it so much that we have to stop and clean up the ice so often that it is, yeah, it's affecting the game. Well, and it's not acceptable anymore. I just feel like childish behavior. But
0: the hypocrisy of asking for a penalty on Sid. When, right. when that is a penalty that hasn't been called all series long, that just illustrates how completely irrational this has all become. Um, yeah. Because it's like, you know what, let's go ahead. Next game, we'll give Sid two-minute penalties for that if we count every freaking catfish that was shown on the ice. And you give us a corresponding penalty to make up for each one of those. Because right. it's just insanity. It doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't make any sense at all. And it's as though people are saying things without even understanding what the words that are coming out of their mouth. And I feel <laughs> like at certain points, like, am I living in a freaking bubble? How can people be so blind as to how could you honestly, I don't even, yeah. I don't even. Well, I and
1: I told you earlier, it's the level of frustration. That's like when you were in a high school and you had that teacher who was like so dumb just, and you clearly knew more about things than they did. Yeah. And you try to make a point and like in class and they would just talk to you like you were an idiot. It's that level of being frustrated Yeah. without like, with not being able to express just how frustrated you yeah. are. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I completely, totally, utterly, uh, agree. It's that thing in like what he's doing is that he has the power that he is a teacher. So Whatever he says, no matter how illogical and no matter how right you are and how wrong you know he is, it doesn't matter, right? Whereas in this situation, they have powers and numbers. There's so many people saying the same thing that it doesn't matter what's right and what's wrong. All that matters is the volume at which it's being said at and the in, the number of people saying it. So that's the thing is like, I mean, <laughs> like, I, don't, I, I don't even know how to – I don't even know how to,
1: uh, yeah, my frustration has gotten to the point where it's like, I, I just laugh because I don't have any other coping mechanism. Yeah. Like, I find myself just like cracking up at the stupidity of it.
0: Yeah. And that's what it's like. I've, n- I've never wanted a playoffs to be over so bad in my life. So I can just like yeah. kind of oh. move on with it. And I don't know how this affects things moving forward, but it's like, I just can't, I can't, I can't go back to being friends with people it's like you know it's exactly the same thing as like the as like the Republican debate stuff and all that stuff it's like we went through this and now after that you expect everything to be cool
1: this is not cool yeah (laughs) yeah
0: yeah no I don't I don't
1: know and it's like the last thing we need is another stupid rivalry that doesn't make any sense.
0: Please, we play each other twice a year. This
1: is I even I am not here for being rivals with the Preds, it's, but it's, I I'm so unhappy with their fans. Like
0: it's not even the Preds, it's the it's the fan bases of the teams that have lost that are piling on. I do not blame um, in reality most legitimate uh, uh, Preds oh, yeah, fans for this who
1: legitimately love the Preds. I no. don't blame that. It's all the people who have now like jumped onto their side who are fans of other teams yeah. because they, they jumped onto their side cause they don't like us. Yeah, And it's the same sort of thing. Like, you know, people will jump on to, to our side when we're playing someone that, you know, that they hate, but it, it just seems much the less only- When they do
0: that, the only team that they hate more than us is the, is the Blackhawks. Yeah. And the truth is, and I put this online. Why do they hate us? They hate us because we just beat their team or because they think we're about to just beat their team. Ultimately, that is the only reason that you hate us because it's the only reason why you can blame our team and say the Blackhawks for literally things that your own team has done, yet you hate that team and your team is fine, right? It, but, there is no, um, there's no logic to it at all. Um, yeah,
1: oh I no. mean, I dislike the Blackhawks for a lot of other reasons, but those are a little more personal to me. But, <laughs> yeah. but I never like, you know, start piling onto them and start wishing death on them just because I don't like them.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. We're going to have to kind of get straight to the asks because my sister who is gonna, who is like harassing me right now is literally in a cab on her way here. And <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? I can't let you in right now. I'm taking a podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. She's going to get a coffee first. Okay. That'll give me, a, that'll give us another, that'll give us another 10 fast. minutes. Cool, cool. Okay.
1: Okay. So I have the asks here. Do you want me to go ahead and read? Yes. What that means? Okay. Yes. Um, so the first one is, what do you think about Carrie Underwood tweeting, but you sent me texting. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> to which I said, I don't care. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you go because um, you no. had the best
0: response to this.
1: <laughs> yeah. So what do you think about Carrie Underwood's tweeting or her tweets during this series?
0: Yeah. So, no, you go because you, you had the best so, response to this.
1: Um, so I, I, don't, I don't care that she's tweeting. I mean, she's allowed you know, just like everybody else's, And you know, she's talking trash in a way that seems to indicate that she doesn't really, I don't know. She, she, I don't know. She's doing a little, she's a little extra, but, um, but I don't care. I mean, she's married to a player. She's a- allowed to get hype about the games. Um, my, my problem is we were talking about them interviewing her um, during intermission, during one of the games in Nashville, my problem, it's not that she's tweeting. It's not that she's getting interviewed. It's the questions that they're asking her. Like during the interview, they're just basically asking her about her husband the whole time. And I will be the first to admit, I'm sure Carrie Underwood is not like a hockey genius, but she's a fan just like all of us. And so why aren't they asking her about the game? They have her on there. They're talking to her about her husband. Then they have Charles Barkley on, yeah. and they're asking him about the game. Amen, sister. What, Amen. What? what? Yeah. I, I, it blew my mind. I was just like, Ugh. and then, you know, they're, they were being kind of creepy with her, and it was just a whole thing. I, I was more upset about that than anything she said on Twitter. Uh, I don't yeah. care she said on Twitter. I feel and
0: like I the Twitter stuff, um, I feel she's not writing anything more or less than any other uh like spouse or girlfriend who yeah. has twitter would do like I don't I don't think it's extreme I don't think I think she's I mean Twitter's just a platform where you vent but you do it online and so like a bunch of people can hear you uh, well, I would she's write not that thing, stuff
1: anything malicious I mean she's just doing normal trash talk like the rest of us do you know
0: oh my god she, if it was me I'd be texting that to you and Amanda I just wouldn't put it online
1: right but I, I haven't seen her post anything that's like so terrible that I, it would make me hate her. You know, no,
0: not even she's doing. She's feeling exactly the way that anybody in that position would feel. Let her feel yeah. that way. Um, yeah. And again, when you're a spouse, gets
1: you're allowed to be
0: slightly it. irrational. That's okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, your, your husband is playing and on top of all of the stress of the game, you're afraid he might get hurt or something. So I yeah, understand it Totally. Uh, our problem was my sister and I were talking about this. They kept calling her Mrs. Mike Fisher Ugh. and my sister was like, excuse me, he is Mr. Carrie Underwood.
0: That's right. <laughs> like people that. didn't give a
1: shit about him until he married <laughs> Carrie Underwood.
0: No. Why the fuck would they? Right. No, I mean, I know I completely, totally, utterly, uh, uh, agree. Um, the, the thought that you can't ask a woman their thoughts about hockey, that it wouldn't even enter your brain exactly like what you said, where, but that they would, uh, Charles Barkley, because he's a, he was an athlete as if his sport had anything to do with playing on ice. How is he informed in any way more then so, what she is you're just asking about thoughts about the game you could at least make it relevant to what it is that they uh, do it's right. just again the misogyny in hockey is out of control they don't even realize that they do it um, Plus, yeah
1: charles barkley was for sure inebriated during that interview okay
0: i have to say uh, i love charles barkley i really do love charles barkley he
1: adult beverages
0: the dude is hilarious i think he's so funny um, I, I I think he has a podcast and I think I downloaded it I just haven't had a chance to listen to it because I like funny people and that man is he's funny he's uh, hilarious
1: you, yeah that I
0: personally find man. him incredibly humorous however yeah I mean it's
1: not his fault that they were no. asking some other real questions
0: no no I mean like they probably would have like that super hot guy that was wearing the Sidney Crosby is good at hockey
1: mm. I
0: fully believe they would have asked him um, serious hockey questions if he was on there yeah and I'm like dude's oh. shirtless all the time and a wolf <laughs> I mean, uh, you know why does he get asked serious questions but like multi-grammy award-winning
1: yeah, artist well, she's got this amazing career <laughs> yeah separate from her husband so why are you asking about her husband all the time right. i would have even been happier with them asking her about like what are you doing
0: even right. though we're
1: on a hockey intermission because at least then that's not super sexist
0: well what do you, you think know? she was gonna do pop a, a, a gum bubble and say what's a five hole like i mean
1: like what's a hockey yeah like i don't know what words are
0: it's like, cold in here that that's not Her. So. can you do something about this ice stuff being so slippery because i find that really annoying yeah
1: i mean like, what do like i think all the time it's yeah so and it's really cold in here can we do something about that yeah. like she would
0: never really like I mean, I mean, it's just, it is insulting on so many levels. Anyways, coffee's coming. Who's what's the next? What's the next one?
1: Now, Well, hold on. I will say, if you are annoyed with Carrie Underwood's tweeting, please feel free to make fun of her tweets. I don't have any problem with that. (laughs) Just don't treat her like an idiot because she's a woman. That's all. That's all. That's all I have to say.
0: And I, I would say, um, before you make fun of her tweets, um, think about being, think about spouse or a sibling or somebody that you have and just realistically think about the stuff that you would be tweeting if it was right. in a, uh, when I'm completely emotionally. I have emotionally... no problem with
1: people chirping her and yeah. teasing her. I, I have a problem with people acting like she's stupid.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. You don't get to be, I mean, like, I mean, I guess you could be stupid and, and get into that position, but girl has achieved a lot on her, uh, based on her talent and that deserves to be recognized.
1: Agreed. Okay. Are we ready to move to the next one? Yes, we are. Okay. So this one says, hi guys, non fish or racism related question. Thank big you. sigh. <laughs> Not even a question about literal Lucifer Crosby. Huh. I mean, I would be happy to talk about Sid all day. Don't get me wrong. Um, and then she said, anyway, why do you think hockey games are so inconsistent? The same teams and lines and goalies perform extremely differently only two days apart. And I can't understand why. Um, okay. That's a good question. Well, you know what? Sometimes,
0: uh, sometimes that's when I think like I never played hockey, so all I can do is watch it as a fan, whereas sometimes that's what I like about Amanda is that she has that sense of that she plays. So I feel like she gets a, another layer to it that maybe that she I has don't
1: more insight than we do,
0: but doesn't say, oh, I played hockey like in a completely condescending way as though no. your opinion doesn't matter and only hers. Uh, no, does. she
1: just legitimately has more insight into it. Than exactly. So I kind yeah. of uh,
0: feel like I forgot what the question
1: <laughs> why, why are getting so inconsistent?
0: Right, right. Um it's I heard somebody saying that um that the line changes um have a lot to do with it and that like who like that that uh that in this series it has been um that when it's in Nashville the line changes really uh help uh pick Arena yeah. out. And so that he has an advantage in that way and that when that advantage is taken away. Now from a hockey perspective, there could be a lot to that that I would never understand. From a mm. fan perspective, I think that sometimes big again um, um, Nashville is dealing with lack of experience and um, and we're dealing with uh, with a, a, a lot of young rookies who've never dealt with that kind of intensity and hatred there's okay. no way it doesn't like affect you
1: um, yeah um, that's a good point about the changes so for, for people who may not know if you're new to hockey the home team gets the last change is what Laura was talking about yeah um, so the home team basically gets to choose their matchups against the other team. They get that advantage so they can send out a line against our first line that they think is going to best defend against them. So they get that advantage. So I think that's a good point. Um, that, that has a lot to do with it. Um, I think that home ice advantage besides that is a, is a pretty big deal for some teams. Um, Like we talk about how good Nashville is at home and I think it it does have to do with the changes, but it also has to do with, um, Nashville to me has a really good balance of playing confidently at home without playing in a cocky way. They don't sit back because like, Oh, we always win at home, but they're very confident playing in front of their home crowd. And that makes a difference. Yeah. And you know, you also have to take into consideration the hockey season is long Yeah and they play a lot of games in a short amount of time, like, you know, week to week. So there's a lot of travel. It's a super intensely physically demanding game. Um, you expend a ton of energy playing it. So fatigue happens a lot. Injuries happen a lot. So, you know, it's a game of momentum. If you're tired, you have less of a chance of overcoming that. So I think that goes into
0: it. I also think that we haven't, um, we've kind of been robbed this playoffs, I think, in that um, both teams are losing what we would call key players. Mm, so, yeah. so neither, I mean, like we're missing our key defenseman who's who is instrumental. Who
1: any player in the league, by right. The way.
0: Who's instrumental in moving the puck up the ice and triggering uh, a lot of our offense. Right. And yeah. they're missing all their centers. Well, we're missing a lot of our defensemen. They're uh, missing a lot of our center. Uh, um, they're m- missing a lot of their centers. And I think that um, we're not getting each team at their best. We're just not. And mm-hmm. uh, and that's unfortunate because really in the playoff final, that's what you want it to be. Best on best. And you want it to yeah, be like, like a showdown. Yeah, there shouldn't
1: be this many like blowout games
0: Yeah, in a final. And that's the inconsistency yeah. that I think that we're seeing. So in... In a way, it hasn't been the best final in that way. Um, the Pens, Caps series, uh, and even the Ducks, um, Pred series, to me was a lot more entertaining, skill-on-skill uh, mm-hmm. based. But to me, it's like, again, when those series turn incredibly physical and as a result, a lot of key players go out, Let's say, it, to me, the, the number one reason why I don't like that kind of hockey, and yeah. I feel like at least um, it seems like in our win last year, um, most of it was hockey and hockey it wasn't an incredibly physical, um, series, at least not on the Eastern, on the East, uh, the East coast side. Mm-hmm. But like for me that, I think that probably has as much as with my limited knowledge of actual hockey, <laughs> that's what it would be.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Okay. Ready to move on to the next one. Yes. Okay. If for some reason the Pens had no available goalies during a game and had to put a skater in net as the emergency, assuming they have gear available, who would you pick? So my pick would be Dana Heinze, the equipment manager, because... I love seeing an equipment manager go in for (laughs) (laughs) and I think Dana would just get such a kick out of it and it would make me so happy to see him go in as goalie but that's if we're not talking about like other players on the bench that's if we're talking about like someone they would pull and who'd you pick as your player oh I don't know I tried to decide this earlier but I feel like there are two options here. You can go with your heart or you can go with your head. <laughs> if I'm going with my heart, Sidney Crosby, because I want to see him play goalie because he's so into that. Yeah. If I'm going with my head, I would probably pick a defenseman, maybe Ian Cole because he blocks so many shots, yeah. but I don't know that he'd be experienced enough to play goalie. And I don't know if you would want to pull your best shot blocker, when you don't have an actual goalie in that. Right. So that's a tough one.
0: That is a tough one. I went like, if it's not a player, I went with uh, Sid's friend, Michael Shazon, who I think does youth hockey or whatever for the pens, uh, mm-hmm. because he was a goalie if I'm not mistaken. So I'm going right. with that. And I think for like, uh, it'll give Sid the warm and fuzzies. If it was a player on the team, if I, if I didn't pick Crosby, I think he would, he would cry. I mean like, not like, uh, uh, like that kind of where you're trying to keep it in, but it keeps coming out. <laughs> because of your sheer heartbreak and disappointment, I think it would be like that. He would try to be strong, but we would know. Yeah. 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 So, that's fair. I feel like I have to just to avoid that ugly messy situation. You're <laughs> oh, welcome. You're welcome, Sydney. You're
1: welcome, Sydney. <laughs> yeah. We've just done this for you. You yeah. made the decision. A, you're you're g- welcome.
0: I'm a giver. That's what you I am. You can
1: thank us later.
0: That's right. You can you can pay me in the uh, tight t-shirts that you will wear. <laughs> But I can, I mean, I don't want to meet you or talk to you. I just want to see pictures of you. But I mean, you, you don't, don't want to wear it. No, not really. I have no interest in actually having a conversation with anyone I, I admire.
1: I've never had a conversation with him, but I have been in the same room as him and it was very intimidating. Yeah.
0: No, me too. But I don't, like, I don't, I, I don't.
1: <laughs> he looked at me and I was like, uh-oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. Okay. I just want to look at you um, uh, uh, shirtless. And read about the nice things that you do. I don't. I don't want to be friends. I want a conversation. I don't want to give you a reason to disappoint me. Even though you probably wouldn't be. Even then, I, I just don't. I don't. I can't. I don't know.
1: I guess I do want to ask him why he doesn't put a case on his iPhone.
0: Dude, really? It
1: definitely really bothers me. But other than that,
0: <laughs> oh well. I wouldn't ask. I would just bring an iPhone case and put it on there and be like, <laughs> like "Don't even, you. don't You're even, welcome. Crosby. Do I have to do everything for
1: you? Honestly, I'm doing so much for Sid, and we don't even know him yet. God, Jesus." helpless men. Am I right? Honestly, (laughs) damn. All right. Well, those are the only asks
0: I had. Did you have more? You know what? Probably. But at this point I can't find them. And I, I feel like the, I feel like literally the clock winding down where my sister's like, as if she's like this horrible person, but I'm like, don't let that phone ring as though I haven't like interrupted the podcast enough just by saying that it might happen at any point. Uh, whatever.
1: I, I do think we should apologize to um, Malgic On Yes if that's how you pronounce her URL, yeah. because she sent an ask and you accidentally deleted it. I so. did
0: because see what happens when someone sends me an ask, um,
1: you and answer it's, it out of habit.
0: And well I, I usually answer them privately because again, I'm like privacy, like phobic. I don't right. like to post things on line, uh, that are personal. And so when someone sends me like a private uh, through a name, I never know whether they mean for me to publish it or not. Literally, right. I get frozen like I don't know how to handle the situation because I don't I literally don't understand what the protocol is. Um, like if it's OK to do that, if they expected me to do that, they expect me not to do. it. I don't know what to do. Um, yeah. So I so because it was like one o'clock in the morning, I posted it and then I was like, motherfucker, I posted it uh, publicly and then I went back and deleted it. Thinking it would still be (laughs) in my inbox, and it was not. So then I started uh, transcribing what I remembered from it. What did she say? (laughs) I remember. And they were good, too. It It did not really work out. It did not work out because I'm not good at these internet technology thingamajiggies. So bad.
1: So bad. But we feel bad that your ass got deleted. We wanted to interpret it. Yeah,
0: and they were good. Damn it. Yeah, no. I mean, why do you people listen to us? I mean, honestly. (laughs) Could we I'm be more it, confident? Uh, Gino being psychic. Did we talk about Gino being psychic? Okay. There what was a, sl- She's talking about a slump with two players, which numbers she wrote down, but then I completely forgot what they were. <laughs> and then I started guessing. I couldn't tell what. I'm like, I don't want to insult a player by accusing of being in a slump when he's maybe not the slump. <laughs> I'm just like illiterate. Um, oh, winning the cup at home. Game seven. D- nope,
1: not interested. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. Let's win it away, and just get it over with. I'm this not is, interested in winning at home. This we is can like do that another time.
0: It's like a zombie movie. Don't drag it out. Don't have a conversation. Right. Don't right. tell them your e- don't tell them your evil plan or what you had to do. Just cut their fucking head off already.
1: Get me out of this. I can't take it anymore.
0: Yeah, honestly. Don't even don't be that person. It
1: never ends well. Well, so true.
0: Yeah. All
1: so right. That's all we got, I think. We
0: are. <laughs> for I'm going to shout out again. Oh, no. Uh, Vulcanate. Yes. Only because yes. every time I look Vulcanite. at it.
1: Vulcanate. I can't Vulcanite, remember.
0: Vulcanate. The angel from heaven who did the logo thing with the smirky, which I love.
1: It's so beautiful. And we're just, like, so ridiculously overwhelmed by the fact that anyone would ever, like, make art for us. So, it's it, Amazing. Amazing. I,
0: I show it to strangers I barely me. even know. Uh, the way that I only do up to now with my nieces and my plants.
1: <laughs> I was showing it to like everyone at work. I was like, "Look, look how beautiful. <gasps> look what a stranger did for me. <laughs> look what they did. Amazing. Amazing.
0: We love it. We love her." Yeah. And so we're just going to so I'm just going to keep saying that probably every episode because well, we can. And if you uh, want to see more of her art and um, cuz I think she's a graphic designer, incredibly talented as you can see.
1: Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm.
0: you can, you can go onto her Tumblr page if she's still there and hasn't been, uh, scared away by all the vicious hatred <laughs> in that cesspool that seems to be Tumblr nowadays. Yeah. Be nice to her. Yeah. Or else we'll we command you do you stuff. i think we could send an angry something. <clears throat> I don't know. I can't really, we probably do nothing at all. I have no, zero power. Be unhappy. Yeah. Right. So. That's you don't
1: right. want us disappointed in you do you
0: I mean technically I could do um like probably and I would because I'm petty if nothing else um one of those like voodoo doll thingies oh my god to stick pins in I do that sometimes <laughs> me oh, oh just me <laughs> oh my god I know I know we've got off the rails again oh well I don't know how that happens it's so unlike oh, it's so unlike us okay oh. this was okay, supposed so to be anyway. a short one too
1: uh, okay, so if you're, <laughs> excuse me, oh my God, wow, that was really bad timing. Um, <laughs> if you are looking for us elsewhere outside of the podcast, you can find us on Twitter at Ms. Underestimated without the last E. You can follow us on Tumblr, Ms. And You can send us questions to Ms. pod at gmail.com. Um, don't forget to subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes, and rate us on iTunes because it helps.
0: Yeah, and uh, and also, um, like I said, I'm going to be petering off the Tumblr stuff and probably tweeting stuff uh, out more instead. So if you if you're looking at HCC for pictures and stuff like that, they're still going on the board. We'll probably start going on. Um, Twitter and maybe Instagram. If I have like the energy to post in two different places, which I probably will not. Um, so, so if you're still interested, then start following us there because we'll, we'll probably be posting there instead. That is cool. all. Yay. That's it. Right. Okay. So I guess I now have to find that button thing. All right. That's hey, right? should I be concerned about my sister? Because like, she's not here yet. And now I'm worried.
1: <laughs> you were no? so worried she was going to show up and now you're afraid she's not. I know. Not-
0: too. I'm like, you should I be concerned. What if she's at
1: the coffee shop? was just gone. It's
0: Well, maybe. Okay. All right. All right. Hopefully she's okay.
1: <laughs> so hashtag prayers for Laura's sister. I'm sure she's fine. I hope she brought me a coffee too. Yep. We'll hope. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's hope that, um, whatever happens next game or at the final of this, because it'll be a while before the next episode meaning at all this we'll have a conclusion It'll to be this over either way by the
1: next episode
0: let's hope that whatever fan base wins can act with uh and loses can act with the dignity and respect and um yeah let's just hope it's all good
1: yeah be nice to each other
0: yes please all right good night guys we'll see you uh next week either very very sad or very very happy we'll see we'll see all right thanks guys bye bye